Saucy Podcast. Dip it in and sauce it up with Sergio Lopez and Vanessa Walsh. 8-Bit Saucy Podcast. Dip it in and sauce it up. Welcome to a brand new episode of A Bit Saucy, post-food coma edition. <laughs> <laughs> We're both a little, I don't know, a little tired? I don't yeah, know what we We just took it. like an hour-long nap after our meal <laughs> because it was so much food. Yeah. So much delicious food. So the food we are talking about is ramen gaijin. Yeah. A place that we have been waiting for so long to be able to review because we are still recording in quarantine. I don't know by the time this comes out, it's hopefully be over. <laughs> hopefully. Yeah. But we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. But uh yeah, they were uh they were shut down um voluntarily, I guess, for a while. So they're finally open for takeout again. So yeah. we it was this was actually one of the places that we originally wanted to go to. It's mm-hmm. one of the places that kind of was high up on our list of like as soon as we came up with the idea to do this podcast. We were like, oh, we should do Ramen Gaijin. Yeah. Well, we didn't introduce ourselves. Should we do that? Oh, sure. <laughs> I mean, not to be awkward and interrupt our train of thought here. Yeah. But, you know, shouldn't we, though? Should <laughs> Probably. We? I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I'll just take this part and put it at the beginning. Okay. Well, I am Sergio Lopez. And I'm Vanessa Walsh. All right. All right. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Ramen Gaijin is one of my favorite restaurants in Sonoma County overall, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, in a couple of other episodes, I think, I'll talk about, like, this pork belly was good, but it wasn't as good as Ramen Gaijin's. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. in two different episodes, like, <laughs> they're, like, the gold standard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we've wanted to go there, and I think... Um, I think at first they were doing some kind of uh, curbside thing, but then I don't know if it didn't work out or they just, I think they decided to close just for the sake of like the health of their family. Mm. Um, but then they decided to open again just recently for, um, for takeout. And yeah. we're both very happy to find that out because we actually tried to go there once during this quarantine, I think, already. Um, but they weren't open. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And we're like, oh yeah, I was walking around Sebastopol one time. I don't think you were with me. And I saw the, like the sign in their door that said they were closed. And I was just like, oh no. <laughs> I mean, totally support, you know, whatever decision they want to make for the health of their family or whatever. But, um, yeah, I'm happy they're open is the point because they're so good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I just figured out what was wrong. What? One of the, channels was um it was moved by the um, the cord the cord so it turned one of my uh, one of the left and right channels it turned like the right channel down that's why it sounded weird well it's fixed now. yeah <laughs> all right all right <laughs> <laughs> hopefully i could fix all this in uh in post-production yeah just get rid of it yeah. main loop magic <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. all right oh well, yeah okay I'm, I'm i feel like myself again okay. <laughs> um should we have our Oh, wait, what were you going to say? I don't remember. Okay. Should we have our Vanessa's History Corner? <laughs> yeah, go for it. Or whatever, what were we going to call it? Oh, um, uh, what was it again? The History Zone or something like that? Dang it, what was it? Um, History Hive, no. History <laughs> Hive? Well, that works. <laughs> I know <laughs> like, it wasn't that. The sound but... effect was like a bunch of bees. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then like some like classical music. <laughs> 
history <laughs> right yeah <laughs> that's our idea come on you can make it happen use yeah. your audio okay anyway well not much to say about this restaurant because it's not very old um mm-hmm. i think it opened was it like 2015 i think so either 2015 or 16 yeah so not very long ago um relatively speaking it was lucy's in sebastopol for a long time and that was mm-hmm. kind of a sebastopol institution and then i think it became for cheta bastoni after that um which was weird for cheta bastoni forks and sticks which was like an asian slash italian restaurant and i think they were like two different restaurants Kind mm. of. It was very strange. But I used to always go there because they had a happy hour where you could get crispy tofu for like $3. Hmm. And it came with like a bunch of different sauces and it was really good. Nice. Um, and they had like fancy cocktails. So I like that place. And then I think Ramen Gaijin started to open as like a pop-up inside that restaurant. Mm-hmm. And then they became the actual restaurant. And I think I didn't go there for a while because I was just confused by like what was going on there. Yeah. You know, like, right. is this a real restaurant or what? Like, when are they open mm-hmm. and all that? But after, yeah, after a while, they kind of established themselves as pretty much the best restaurant in Sebastopol, I would say. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Um, as for the actual history of the place, it, uh, there was just two guys, I guess, who used to work at Wood for. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I was reading. Right. And their boss quit Woodford to go work at Applewood in Guerneville, which is one of the most, uh, one of the fancier restaurants in West County, at least. Um, it's just, uh, I think it might be Michelin starred and it's in a fancy hotel outside of Guerneville on Pocket Canyon out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but so these two guys after their chef moved on to Applewood decided to do ramen gaijin and they're not Japanese or anything. No, um, yeah. Yeah. Hence the, <laughs> the, the gaijin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They have some things about it are pretty, I mean, I don't want to call it like authentic because it's not really, um, it's actually a lot higher quality <laughs> than the authentic versions. Cause like so much of the ingredients are like, you hear this a lot, you hear like local fresh ingredients, mm-hmm. you know, but this is like farm to table. <laughs> yeah. But this is like the real deal. Mm-hmm. Like you can trace the strawberries on our cake to a fruit stand, <laughs> like a couple minutes away, right, like yeah, that, yeah. that kind of local, you know? So it's like really delicious, fresh ingredients. Exactly. It's like way food. Way better. It's like they call it an izakaya, but like a real izakaya in Japan, you're probably not finding anything that high quality or even close, you know? Wow. Um, because, yeah, this is like really good food. It's a little on the pricey side, but it's like completely worth it, you know? Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. Well, we'll get into value later. Right, yeah. So, yeah, for me, when I first discovered it, it was actually um, through a friend of mine who told me about or I think he may have like tagged me in like a Facebook thing where it's like, we should go to this. And, uh, when they were doing like pop-ups at wood for, yeah. And so he, uh, or for me, I was like, Oh, there's, uh, that was always something that I felt was lacking in Santa Rosa was a, a decent place to get ramen. Like there's, there's plenty of sushi places, but ramen shops at the time, were pretty hard to come by. I don't know if there were any in Santa Rosa before mm-hmm. um, Ramen Gaijin, actually. So when I found out that um, they were going to be a permanent fixture in the downtown Sebastopol, where they are located now, 
And I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, it was delicious the first time I had it. So, like, mm-hmm. I mean, it, there was a very small menu, but it was enough, you know, yeah. to to uh, get me excited about it. I don't so. think I've ever been disappointed at Ramen Gaijin, like, ever. Once. No. Never. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't even know if I've ever gotten anything I didn't like, <laughs> you know? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. Um so yeah, I've been here a lot of times over the years. Um they have they don't have this on the takeout menu now, but normally they have so they have this legendary pork belly that's like the best, like mm. the best I've ever had outside of Japan. Mm-hmm. And um they have this little pork belly on a skewer and it's like four dollars and it's pretty small, mm-hmm. but they also have like really good cocktails. So what I like to do with my friends sometimes is like they have this cocktail bowl that's mm-hmm. like a rum fruity tropical cocktail and they set a sugar cube on fire on like a little platform in the middle <laughs> of the bowl mm-hmm. and then you drink it with like straws and then you get a bunch of those little pork belly scores. Right. And it's such a fun little time, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I've done that a bunch of times. I've eaten dinner here um, a bunch of times too. And yeah, never not liked it this is probably like i don't know my 10th or 11th time eating here yeah for sure <laughs> so yeah it's definitely a favorite mm-hmm. yeah it's a place i probably don't go to enough mm-hmm. <laughs> just because i guess sometimes you know because they're not open on sundays right i feel like that's something that they just is don't normally true? do oh i don't know i think so so I, I think i've tried to go a few times on on sundays like just like like when because you're out the, and about. <laughs> yeah, just because the idea comes up that um to go to the place. So I um I always forget. So then it's like, oh, well, can't go the day that I would normally go. So. Right, right. Well that sucks that I, I I get annoyed when restaurants are like not open at like times that are really convenient for people. Right, you know? yeah. Like I'll just like not go. Mm-hmm. Like there's a restaurant uh, my friend Nick wants us to review called The Pharmacy, mm-hmm. but I never went because they close at three every day. Uh-huh. And it's just like, well, I'm not going to go like before work, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think right. so, yeah, that'll like totally keep me from going to a place if their hours are weird. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and especially if they're not open on like a weekend day because it's just like that's when I would be going, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> right, exactly. I mean, yeah, that's probably for me the main detraction, which is actually, if you're, if the only thing keeping me from going to your restaurant is that you're closed, (laughs) that's probably a good sign. (laughs) Right. That's true. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But they're losing out. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It it is weird. Like, why do they choose to do Sunday off? I mean, maybe Maybe they're religious or something. I doubt it, but maybe they just like, I don't know. (laughs) But uh, yeah, maybe it's just like, oh, it's Sunday's family time. So I can respect that if that's the case. (laughs) I can respect, yeah, people wanting like a day off. Mm -hmm. Um, Like the winery I used to work at, they said they'd never open on Sundays, but Mm -hmm. they are now. (laughs) Like (laughs) 10 years later they are, but they said they'd never open on Sundays because they wanted that they wanted like the management wanted to do their own thing on Sundays and just have a day set aside where you could just most definitely do your own thing and Mm. not even like have to worry about being on the schedule or whatever, you know? That's cool. Um, so that was cool. Um, they wouldn't let me have Saturdays off for like the life of me. though. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but you know, yeah, I get that. But at the same time, it's just like, well, from a customer perspective, I mean, it's a restaurant, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like you got to work evenings and weekends Mm -hmm. because that's when people want to go out because they're not working, you know? (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, anyway. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the main thing that's prevented me from eating there more than even that I have, because I live in Forceville, so Sebastopol is really close for me, is just the price. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of things there, I mean, it's not as expensive as... I give it credit for sometimes because mm-hmm. I'll like get a bunch of drinks, I'll get a bunch of appetizers, right. you know, and that'll make it more expensive. Definitely is possible to not eat expensively there, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's a lot like less fun. Cause like, like mm-hmm. you could just go there and get like one bowl of ramen for $15 and not get a drink, not get anything else. And you'd be fine mm-hmm. and you'd be full. But at the same time, like there's so much goodness <laughs> to be had that isn't just that, you right. know? So it's like a lot better experience if you're willing to spend a little bit. So, you know, I'll probably right. opt for something else that's just cheaper altogether rather than, you know, compromise my experience there, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Acre Pizza being like right down the road oh from God. Acre. Just Acre like, Pizza. Just like, well, if Ramen Gaijin is around, Acre Pizza. Yeah. And that's no problem. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. We'll spend as much on our entire Acre Pizza meal as like one <laughs> or like half of Ramen Gaijin. Right. Or actually... Our acre pizza meal was like one fifth of our ramen gaijin meal. <laughs> was it? Yeah, it's like twenty bucks versus like a hundred bucks. <laughs> um. Well, the last time we went to acre pizza, oh, we, we got, got a salad, a salad too, and the salad so. was good. That's a good point. Mm. So maybe it's like a third. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah, still a third. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah. Should we get into what we got? Are you gonna? Yeah. Uh, well, let's talk about maybe the ordering experience because okay. I thought it was a pleasant oh, yeah. experience. Okay. Yeah. Well, so there was a very small hiccup, but it wasn't that big of a deal, which is, um, and this might be an obstacle for some people because, well, we're so used to the quarantine thing. I don't even know if this is going to be relevant at the time this <laughs> pops up, but I've kind of learned that like you shouldn't necessarily be like trying to order at restaurants last minute and expecting stuff to be like ready for you mm-hmm. so Sergio and I had a afternoon where we were going to go off and paint mm-hmm. and I knew that we weren't going to be able to like get our order in until basically right before we would want to eat and I didn't think that that was a good idea so I decided to call earlier that day mm-hmm. Something to keep in mind is like the smoothness of our ordering process did have a lot to do with like us being prepared, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. as far as if you were to just call them and be like, I want to come pick this up now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure how that would go for you. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, even though that is normally how I would order, you know, we planned ahead because we like this place and we really wanted to have food from here tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I wanted mm-hmm. to make sure that it, that happened. Exactly. So I called it about noon. They have, so this is probably partly to do with the quarantine and them reopening but they have two phone numbers listed on the website and it's just like for takeout orders call one of these two numbers so around noon i decided to call in and i call one of the numbers it just rings and rings and rings and rings forever and nobody picks up and i was like okay so i called the other number which seems like a cell phone number (laughs) and it rings and rings for like six times and then it's like it picks up but there's just dead air Mm -hmm. So it's just like, okay, I <laughs> um, feel like it annoys me when this happens with restaurants because it's happened to me a couple times with different restaurants where it's just like, you should have something set up there that says like, this is ramen gaijin. Maybe leave a message with your order or leave your number or just we're busy, something. It shouldn't just be like ringing forever and then you just don't know what's going on because that's just kind of a pain. But um I sent them a Facebook message and I was like, hey, you know, I can't get a hold of anybody. Should I just wait for you to open at four or what? You know, and no one responded to that. 
But then I just decided to call at like 3.30, which is still four hours before we wanted to pick up our order. And that went fine. I gave the guy my credit card over the phone. And then I gave him the time we wanted to pick it up. And we ended up going for a nice drive. Yeah. um, A scenic drive. We got to see the ocean, even though we weren't able to get out. (laughs) For the first time in months. (laughs) I know. Oh, my gosh. It was so nice. It was a really nice day. Mm -hmm. But um, that aside. So, yeah, we took this nice drive. Our our painting plans had some technical difficulties. Yeah. (laughs) Get into there. We don't need to get into that. Right, yeah. It wasn't even technical difficulties. It was like... The places we wanted to go to were were inaccessible. Yeah. Well, we ended up accidentally passing one of the places we wanted to go to. Yeah. (laughs) Um, which. Which already is a pain to get to, even yeah. on the best of days. Yeah, exactly. It's like way in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, like way, way, like 30 minutes up a one-lane road. And it's really <laughs> right. scary. Yeah. Um, so after we passed it, we're like, well, we don't really want to like go back and worry about time. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we decided we're going to try and paint at this one other spot. But it was um, roped off because of the quarantine. Even though it's a park that like nobody ever goes to ever, but yeah. I guess they were they were on to us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so that was off the table. So we just decided to take a drive out to the ocean and take a scenic route back. Mm-hmm. Kind of thought about stopping at one other spot, but it was like kind of impossible to pull over. So mm-hmm. we didn't, but yeah. it was still beautiful. It was anyway. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, little, speaking of a little detour this from is our <laughs> in a bit saucy tangent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. So anyway, <laughs> got my order in. Mm-hmm. We actually ended up getting there early. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do, took a nice little walk, came back, waited in the line, which at first looked long, but I'm noticing this is kind of a universal thing now. Lines will always look long when people are standing six feet apart from each other. Right. And a lot of times the line doesn't go in. It just ends right at the front, you know, mm-hmm. so it right. seems longer than it is. So there's only like three people in front of me. <laughs> so, yeah, it was just like a three-minute wait or something like that that. we got our order um one of the nice things about it too was like the guy the guy was very considerate he was just like do you want utensils Mm -hmm. do you want a separate container with ice for your drinks which is yeah more people should take heed (laughs) i know that that was awesome well we at our studio don't have a working um fridge or freezer unfortunately Mm -hmm. so when we're getting to go cocktails places a lot of times they don't have ice and you just have this disappointing warm cocktail (laughs) Um, as, as cool as to go cocktails are in general. Right. So yeah, that guy, like having the forethought to offer us ice without us even like asking was, yeah, was putting pretty it in cool. a separate container that we can add to yeah. later. And everything's like packaged all cutely and mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. Th- yeah. That was one thing I'll give them credit for us <laughs> being artists. Yeah. <laughs> they, uh, the, <laughs> they're not just like generic, you know, wherever you get your, if you're a restaurant. Like a owner, styrofoam yeah. container. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they're, Actual containers are all branded and stuff. Like reusable containers even that you could like take home and reuse. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're like pleasant to look at. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That was a big thing when I was in, um, Korea. Um, not so much Japan, but Korea, they like really cutely wrap all of your to go stuff and it's really charming. (laughs) Um, well, when Sergio is working, um, I always make him lunches (laughs) and I always like put a bunch of like care into how it's packaged and Uh, stuff and I'll make like a salad and keep all the ingredients separate, keep a little separate thing of dressing, a little separate thing of like homemade sauce and stuff like that. And this reminded me of that like Mm -hmm. a lot, like the way things were packaged, which was really nice. (laughs) I really liked like the extra care they put into it. I really felt like we were 
were like getting our money's worth for a lot of like different reasons like not just the food but like the whole experience <laughs> was yeah, nice totally. yeah <laughs> so yeah we um we kind of splurged a little bit just because it was uh, yeah. uh yeah the first time we wanted to do this for a while and then you know <laughs> something that we talked about before is like doing this podcast you kind of want to do a thorough review of everything so right. you might go in and get a few more get things nice than you normally spread. would yeah, yeah. it's, so that we have it's a, a good, good excuse <laughs> yeah, <it's all> <laughs> to get everything that we want <laughs> yeah so yeah we uh got everything together and took it back to our studio which is about 10 or so minutes away from yeah, something from, like that. from ramen gaijin so yeah we got to the studio and you know set up on our little table sort of thing we have here. dining room table <laughs> yeah. with our little we put a little tablecloth on it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which That's is actually it. for when we made pretty cocktails last night but it was still on there but it felt <laughs> nice having a tablecloth <laughs> like right. a fancy dinner that we're having <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. All, i feel like it kind of added to the experience right not having this weird like paint stained <laughs> paint stained coffee table, sort yeah, of table <laughs> to work with here but yeah it's funny because like now on that same thing where we have all our recording equipment right. on it's a nice all-purpose table <laughs> yeah. we have this huge studio but we're still doing the thing where we have to switch everything up all the time <laughs> but right. um what was i gonna say yeah well this whole takeout thing like I don't know. I think it was Valentine's Day this year where we got takeout sushi before the whole quarantine mm-hmm. thing. And it was kind of disappointing. Oh, yeah. So it was kind of nice to like set up our takeout stuff nicely. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure a lot of people are experiencing this. And it's like I've been noticing like a lot of fancy restaurants are doing takeout like Single Thread in Healdsburg, which is like multi hundred dollar meals is doing mm. takeout now. And I was just like, how are people doing this to like make it worth it? Because it just feels like you're buying like a pile of food, yeah. you know, so mm. I, I don't know. I think like like putting a little extra effort into making it nice is like, you know, it goes a long way. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I mean, like if you, how a restaurant would handle this situation where you're like, okay, our only option is takeout. Like we're a, we're a, you know, five-star dining experience, mm-hmm. but that is not available to us because of the current situation. So how do we put our, I guess, expertise yeah. into this new uh medium right. let's call it <laughs> so yeah, yeah it's interesting <laughs> seeing the creativity that's being brought by certain restaurants mm-hmm. like for example ramen gaijin themselves are selling like their broth mm-hmm. and you've got some restaurants that are like selling essentials like flour and eggs and stuff like that because yeah. they have like more access to that stuff mm-hmm. so it's kind of it has been been really interesting seeing like the different creative mm-hmm. ways that people are able to like survive and stay open yeah and like california being able to sell cocktails to go it's a whole different ball game i know i'm all about that (laughs) of course taking a cocktail to go does make me like rethink a little bit of like i could just buy all these ingredients for this exact same price right and then make like 20 of these yeah exactly. (laughs) you know so it does kind of make me rethink that a little bit because it's like well i'm already doing this at home and i could just put (laughs) the littlest bit of extra effort in yeah but at the same time there's something really fun about like having the whole experience you know sure we've talked about this before even though it's not totally relevant but if a place makes like cool fancy drinks Mm -hmm. it's kind of fun to get one even though if the value isn't like as like if the value isn't as good as the food just like because drinks are really expensive i still Mm kind of like to get one despite that just to kind of like i don't know experience like the whole spread of what the place has to offer including their like drinks you know right yeah yeah so yeah all right are we ready to talk about food i think so
All right. Mm-hmm. So you want to just go one thing by one? Or yeah. Start uh, with the, the we'll start with, yeah, what we, what, we'll what we try to go with. in order of what, uh, how we ate it. Yeah. So first thing we started with was, is it called rainbow pickles? No, it's called sukemono. Okay. I just call it rainbow pickles. Oh, okay. Because it's like, it's like a pretty rainbow. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of Japanese restaurants have something called sukemono, which is just basically pickled vegetables. And I think, I'm not sure about this, but ramen gaijin was the first sukemono I ever had. Wow, so I ended up with this ridiculously high standard because <laughs> their sukemono is like this beautiful rainbow of like home pickled vegetables and mm. it's just like all these different kinds all these different colors it's like a lovely little dish mm-hmm. you know um and so what they had on it um in this selection like for example the izakaya um episode that we had mm-hmm. um they had sukemono and it was just like four different kinds of pickles and it was like mm-hmm. really tiny dishes. Mm-hmm. Of course, that was cheaper, but at the same time, like it was just kind of forgettable. Mm. But the sukemono yeah. at Ramen Gaijin, so the ingredients are cucumbers, mm-hmm. cauliflower, mm-hmm. mushrooms, kimchi, beets, and garlic, mm-hmm. all pickled by them in-house. Mm. So the cucumbers were pretty good. They don't really taste like pickle pickles. No. Yeah. I think they do it that um, the Japanese way, right. like just kind of like adding the pickle and massaging it in like yeah. before it's they much, serve, right? It's much more subtle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the cauliflower, which was... So cucumbers are the green entry. Cauliflower is the yellow entry. (laughs) They made it yellow by adding like curry. Right. (laughs) Yeah. So neither was really like cauliflower, but we took a bite of that cauliflower and we immediately, it just like this burst of Indian flavor, Mm, you know? (laughs) So surprisingly good there. Uh Um, Yeah. I was not mad at that. No. I think maybe cauliflower doesn't have a ton of flavor. On its own? No. So it can Well, that's a, yeah, that's a problem. Like I'm used to having cauliflower just you know like the way my mom might prepare it, which is very bland usually <laughs> so mm-hmm. uh, start putting curry on it yeah no kidding <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah it was pretty good okay then we got mushrooms which were amazing oh yeah the mushrooms were by far the best part of the the mushrooms were like what made this dish i think mm-hmm. and since you're both sharing them that doesn't mean that doesn't make for a lot since it's only like one small part of the dish but right. they almost have like a teriyaki flavor they do they had um it was well like, it's easy to call them earthy because they're mushrooms it was like umami <laughs> but yeah it was yeah it was like this umami flavor to it that was uh yeah really kind of a burst of it it's like well mushrooms are so good at at um holding whatever flavor that right. you put them into plus uh i don't know what it is about the mushrooms they they use um today but they have their own sort of flavor to it as well i feel like right yeah they don't taste like any mushrooms i've ever had yeah and they yeah. were delicious yeah whatever still, flavor still they left use. To see. <laughs> oh my god there is oh you saved yours huh i ate all mine oh okay no, you saved that. <laughs> yeah. darn it <laughs> oh, well. now we've got kimchi which pretty much tastes like a standard good fresh kimchi mm-hmm. um yeah there's not much to say about that but it's really good i appreciate that they have kimchi and that it's quality and good kimchi mm-hmm. so and then the garlic which was was good yeah, it didn't taste super garlicky. No, at all. that was nice. I wonder yeah. if um, you know pickling a garlic uh, clove makes it um, less 
potent in that way? I guess, yeah. Because it's like normally if I ate a whole clove of garlic, I would right. like be tasting that for days. <laughs> exactly, but I didn't yeah. really like, didn't taste garlicky to me at all, but it was good. No, not at all. I almost wonder what it was. I almost, almost wonder that it wasn't was like garlic. A, yeah. It looks like garlic. Like it almost had like a little bit of a texture of like watercress. <laughs> like, like could, kinda, you could be right. But uh Okay. Yeah. yeah, audience, we don't know what we're talking about, and we <laughs> yeah. never did, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Good disclaimer. Yeah. And then uh, there's... And then, like, there were the beets, right? Yeah, what we think were beets. Yeah. They were pink. They were very mm-hmm. pink, mm-hmm. and they were, like, kind of crunchy-ish. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they, they were kind of tasted like um, a carrot that's not as sweet. <laughs> the carrot, which is not a carrot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you're sort of like a standard sort of root vegetable. Right. So that's our rainbow of pickles. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I mean, other than the mushrooms, it was okay. Right. Like, it it wasn't like, it was by far the, the least impressive part of the menu. Right, well. And, uh, and also, like, it didn't get the benefit of being served on a nice right. <laughs> plate fr- like it yeah. usually is. The presentation of the, like, normal dish is really nice. Mm-hmm. The presentation of it in just, like, a cardboard container that's just like, oh, here's a bunch of random vegetables, <laughs> even though they were sort of in order. Mm-hmm. And I was going to try and, like, take a picture so we could, like, paint it to make it look like artful, but I was just like, no, this is just impossible. <laughs> Unless I'm going to, like, get a different plate and totally rearrange it which I was way too lazy to do. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But, um, and I thought the kimchi was good, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I thought everything was pretty good, but it was only the mushrooms that, like, really stood out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that was the first thing we had. Mm-hmm. The second thing we had... We went with the... How do you say? Karaage? Karaage. Yeah, okay. But they have it kind of written differently. It's mm. spelled K-A-R-E dash A-G-E. Okay. So it's like Kara-A-G-E. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kara-A-G-E. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I have never gotten this here before. And part of the reason is when I was in Japan, I was super excited to try the um, fried chicken there. And it's called Kara-A-G-E there too. Um, and I was... Partly it's because I... Ended up getting, like, cheap fried chicken in a lot of different places. Um, a friend of mine lives in Japan, and he, like, gained, like, 20 pounds because he loved the fried chicken there so much. <laughs> so I was super excited to um, <laughs> to try it because I was just like, it must be amazing. Mm. But it really wasn't. Oh. It was, like, not crispy. It was, like, mm. soggy. Um, and on almost every occasion, I got it. Um but, you know, a lot of times I was getting it from, like, a convenience store or whatever. I'm sure there are plenty of places in Japan where it's amazing and delicious. But I just kind of got a bad impression um, in general from my personal experience. So I wasn't very excited to try this. But Sergio's like, no, we're going to get that. And <laughs> Well, I wanted to get it for myself, even if you weren't <laughs> going to Well, yeah, that's a good it, point. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> still. <laughs> because I've had that before at Ramen Gaijin. Like, and they're addictive. Like, yeah. when they're fresh out of the, the off of the whatever <laughs> off of the the grill yeah well as usual i'm glad i listened to you out of the deep fryer <laughs> yeah yeah i'm glad i listened to you because this was actually i think my favorite part of the meal really yeah. oh awesome <laughs> yeah um it was so good it was like the perfect amount of spicy or spice and crispiness mm-hmm. and the spice tasted like traditional like american fried chicken spice to me did it yeah yeah, yeah a little yeah. bit and it was crispy and perfect and it mm-hmm. was i have zero complaints about this dish so it, i'm curious to know what they use for the breading because it's not like your like 
Kentucky Fried Chicken type of no. breading, or or even like um, like you would get a chicken fingers at a diner type of breading either. It's almost like a, I wonder if maybe it's like a potato flour or something like that. Uh, it seemed like more um, more fine, like the yeah, totally. The, the batter. It wasn't like... Like it wasn't even... Um, it was crunchy, but not crumbly. Yeah, it wasn't even... Um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, um, you know, what you put on... Um, like uh, katsu. Oh, yeah. Like uh, panko? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I blanked on the word panko. It's not like panko. No, yeah. I can't explain what it is. Well, I make a chicken at home sometimes that's like baked in the oven and mm-hmm. it's made with like pancake mix. Okay. And like a bunch of seasoning you mix with it. Mm. Um, and it kind of is like that. Yeah, a little bit. So mm-hmm. it's probably like some kind of like fine flour mixture, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. So. Yeah, just describing the the how it came to us. So it had its own little dipping sauce, which um, I don't know. It's almost like it's like their version of a ranch miso ranch. Yeah, it's homemade and it's so good. We uh-huh. actually had a little leftover, and I'm saving it, it for something else. It doesn't taste a whole lot like your typical buttermilk Hidden Valley ranch. Or it doesn't taste like ranch to me. Like no. it's sort of ranch. It's ranch adjacent. Yeah, <laughs> the consistency actually reminds me a little bit of like. Uh, like a Mediterranean, like a tzatziki sauce or something like yeah, that. Yeah, no, I see that. I totally see that. It almost reminded me of like tartar sauce, mm-hmm, but like mm-hmm. thin. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But yet not like, yeah, the flavor is so much different. And yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it came with the little um, salad. Mustard <laughs> green salad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is really good. And its own little homemade dressing mm-hmm, in a little tiny container, good. which was delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it came with like a, a lemon, lemon slice yeah. to squeeze mm-hmm. on the chicken, which was really good. I think it really brought out the flavor. Mm-hmm. So this dish was excellent. And mm-hmm. it's only $8. So I highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. And you might want to get your own and not share with your boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, you might. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, yeah, when I've got them before, it's so tempting not to eat more than your share. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah. So, like, I definitely, like, if if uh, if you have the room in your, your wallet to <laughs> get your own uh, entree, <laughs> your own thing <laughs> okay. for yourself. Yeah. It's like, yeah, just just go ahead and get just two get of those. Your yeah. Own. Yeah. Um, or or you someone. can get two and you can just share both. <laughs> right, yeah. Whatever, <laughs> you know? however you want to do it. Yeah. Hmm. Um, okay, so we uh, we want to get into our regular main dishes now? Yeah, let's go for it. You want, oh, well, should we get into our drink? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they have these cocktails to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and is this a smaller, this has to be a smaller um selection right like you can't get no you, you can't get like anything you ever want right no. yeah but they have so one they have a two small... three four five six cocktails mm-hmm. normally i think they have like 50 yeah it's a full know? bar at, <laughs> yeah. at ramen gaijin which is also a great feature of of the uh restaurant where you can just go to the bar and, right you know yeah so they um they, I was going to get something else, but they had like a deal where if you get um, more than one serving, they just like put it in the same jar and give you a discount. So I was like, okay, I might as well, I might as well get this. So we got something called the Mujina Mule, mm-hmm. which is a really funny word to me. <laughs> uh, vodka, lime, ginger and turmeric shrub, mm-hmm. ginger beer and nutmeg. Mm, okay. So it was pretty good. Um, yeah. Uh, so for eighteen dollars, we got two servings. It turns out that is not a lot. That's like not even a whole small mason jar. Mm-hmm. Um, but with the ice, it wasn't that bad. I mean, mm-hmm. it wasn't like it was. 
because it was just like the pure cocktail that came in the jar. Right. So yeah. with the ice, it wasn't that bad, but it's still like when they handed me that tiny jar, I was just like, this is it. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We were almost like, where's the other one? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, this just looks like one drink to me. But I guess that just goes to show how much ice people put in cocktails. <laughs> yeah. Isn't yeah. that true? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of funny because we made um, cocktails here last night. We that did. We, we uh, mentioned cool. before, but yeah. <laughs> We, we boosted it up pretty much, pretty <laughs> yeah, we highly. Did. We made sake tequila cocktails. <laughs> yeah. Sounds gross, but it actually was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. We flavored it up pretty good with other stuff, too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, that's a recipe I still need to, to perfect, <laughs> but not bad for the first. We could yeah. save that for a recipe episode coming in the future. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, um. But, yeah, I mean, it turns out, like, even though it wasn't, like, a ton of of liquid that we got um it was plenty enough to do the job yeah it was strong <laughs> it was, yeah <laughs> that's part of what uh put us out for for an hour there <laughs> yeah and like looking at those ingredients too it's like there's not that much like many different alcohols or anything no but eh, it still still did us just fine i guess yeah. there's just a lot of vodka in it i don't know <laughs> maybe yeah <laughs> yeah well that's the thing about vodka you can disguise it pretty well that's true um and yeah speaking of like the flavor of it it was good like you definitely had the 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 feeling of a, a mule like your typical like Moscow meal type of thing, but the the ginger and turmeric definitely and nutmeg right was uh, yeah. um and ginger beer and ginger beer yeah I just kind of um, ginger ginger beer yeah I kind of like put, put that in the same category right, of, like right, being a gotcha. part of the mule but yeah the extra the extra spices that they add to it was was pretty nice I enjoyed that yeah it was a yeah. nice little twist on on your uh, standard. Moscow meal. Right, yeah. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. What did you think of it? Not much else to say about okay. it, really. <laughs> I just thought it was good. Yeah. Um, it was one of those cocktails, though. I do find this sometimes when I get cocktails um, while I eat. It's like, I did feel like it paired really well with my main entree. That's true. That's good. So I guess it did pair well. I just sometimes when I get like really strong cocktails with my meal, it's like, it's not really like quenching my thirst at all while <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, eating. Yeah. So, you know, I turn to my water or whatever. So that was yeah. like my only issue was that it was was like a little too like boozy for it to like be good for with eating (laughs) but Mm. that's okay though i mean it's not really a complaint at all it's still an awesome drink (laughs) yeah i guess i had a different experience with that too because i got a soup (laughs) oh yeah so yeah yeah, i didn't rely on that to be like uh, my main liquid yeah for the meal so (laughs) that's interesting i do kind of like to have like a refreshing drink to go with my food a lot of times and i I didn't find this to be refreshing it was good Mm -hmm. but definitely not like refreshing (laughs) Mm. yeah i guess i kind of slightly disagree with you on that there (laughs) i think that uh having the the ice separately definitely helped in that regard because it's a hot day today yeah that's true it didn't like melt all up in my drink which is nice so it would have sucked to have this like yeah this watered down cocktail rather than just you know have the ice cool it down yeah be more refreshing that way that's true it would have been gross (laughs) yeah if that was the case exactly Um, so good good on you guys again ramen gaijin we love you (laughs) we do so okay so i want to talk about my main entree first Mm -hmm. sure okay so i got the chashu don donbury um, sorry for my bad pronunciation. <laughs> so, um, Calrose rice, which is a local rice, uh, pork belly, tobiko, kimchi, uh, kewpie mayo, uh, which is Japanese mayo, mm-hmm. bulldog sauce, which oh, yeah. is like a good sauce. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. It's kind of like, 
teriyaki-ish, I guess. Yeah. Um, uh, it's traditionally put on something, but I can't remember what. Mm. Um, anyway, bonito flakes, mm-hmm. farm egg, p- pickled red onion, and goma for a kake, which I don't know what that means. <laughs> I forget, yeah. Um, sorry, we don't know what we're talking about, like we said before. <laughs> Disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, um, I actually got extra pork belly because I always talk about how much I love ramen gaijin's pork belly. So I was just like, I'll get a little extra on there. Why not? Um, but I was kind of uh, mistaken about that because Sergio's meal had the like really good slice of perfect pork belly, but mine was like cut up into chunks. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't really indicate that in the menu, but mm-hmm. maybe I should have just known that. So I got the extra pork belly and it was just like all these chunks of pork belly in there, um, which kind of made it a little saltier than I would have liked, but that's my mm. own fault for making that mistake. <laughs> I was mm. just like, I miss Roman Gaijin, I miss their pork belly, so I want more. <laughs> it's like my own greed. Mm-hmm. But the overall flavor of all these different things together was like so perfect and delicious. Mm. Just like every bite was amazing. Like that light Japanese mayo, Mm -hmm. the saltiness of the pork belly, that like delicious local rice, which I never heard of until today. We're actually looking at the menu for a different restaurant that used it. Um, that Calrose rice, um, and just all the different flavors put together was like, harmonious i know i say harmonious a lot when i when i like a dish but whatever no regrets it was harmonious and delicious and really really liked it i had never gotten the donberry before i usually go straight for the ramen because Mm -hmm. it's just like that's what they're known for and i know i like it so i just stick with it but for this occasion i was oh um and i wanted the kimchi on it too because i like kimchi um so which is not on the ramen but anyway, mm-hmm. um, we did that, get that in the pickles anyway. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was just looking at the ingredients and I'm like, I like almost everything on this. Like, this sounds like it would be really good. Um, so even though I've never gotten it, I decided to go for it and I'm happy that I did. Okay. So yeah, really good dish, really filling, totally mm-hmm. full oh, yeah. before I was even done with it. Um, and I didn't want to stop eating it because it was so good. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I was completely full. So, yeah, really happy with it. Every ingredient is, like, fresh and local. Um, That egg on it was, like, perfectly cooked and delicious. Um, Really happy with that. Yeah, no complaints. Zero. Everything was good. Awesome. Yeah. What about you? So, yeah, I got uh, my go-to, which is the spicy tauntaun ramen. Um, Yeah, just... uh, I've tried the other ramens. I've never tried their, uh, yeah, their rice dishes. So that's an interesting, uh, option to go with. But for me, I've, you know, that's like I said before, I've always wanted a, a good ramen spot nearby. So, mm-hmm. uh, I take advantage of that. And, uh, it's funny. They, there have been more ramen spots that have popped up as of late, but ramen gaijin is king (laughs) in that regard and i mean for good reason i mean they they really do put a lot of care into the recipes um i've i forget exactly everything they do but i remember reading a long time ago like all the care they take into the ingredients and the preparation and all that Mm -hmm. they make their own noodles which mm -hmm. is pretty right yeah yeah um it's like that sort of thing so everything is you know freshly prepared it's like uh um it's a it's a bespoke ramen dish (laughs) 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 but uh 
Yeah, so the spicy tauntaun has, uh, let me see if I can remember off the top of my head, but if not, uh, you know, it's got the ramen noodles, it's got uh, green onions, comes with a slice of uh, uh, pork belly, um, the six uh day where is it six minute egg six, minute, six, six day, day egg, egg. Sorry. <laughs> uh you got the thing there I, yeah uh you got your woodier mushrooms oh uh, yeah good. uh charred cabbage huh mustards yeah i did have mustards sesame scallion six minute egg um yeah that's pretty ground oh pork. and the spicy ground pork which is uh, actually probably one of my favorite parts of the really the menu. oh interesting. <laughs> so it, it the way they packaged it for to go, um, they have the bowl, which has all the the main ingredients that I just um, listed off there in its own in the large bowl there, uh, the to go bowl, and then it has the the broth in its own specific container, and. It was a little bit awkward putting it in because <laughs> because you spilled. Yeah, but it well, was I'll like tell you a why. horrible kind of bowl. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. Yeah, it, in a in the container wasn't necessarily built for being able to pour, and uh, it's both the pro and the con is that they fill this thing up with so much ingredients, <laughs> right? And, and like they put the the part that's most like repellent. Of, of soup on the top of it. So if you try to pour it onto the mustard and the, or not the mustard, the, uh, the greens uh-huh. and the, um, and and, the egg. In the egg and the pork belly. It, <laughs> it just kinda, like splashes yeah, off. It kind of just, you know, spreads out and spills down onto the side. So it took a little bit of maneuvering to figure out how to pour that in there. <laughs> I was just like, how is that going to fit <laughs> yeah. in that bowl of ingredients? Yeah. It was so packed full. And then you're pouring this huge bowl of broth onto it. But you got it <laughs> so all in there in the Minimal end. spillage. Yeah, there <laughs> we was figured a little it out. Yeah. Well, at least we have a tablecloth on. We can just wash it. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's a tablecloth. <laughs> are for right yeah. you never even think about that like that's what tablecloths are for <laughs> yeah, I never exactly. think about tablecloths so you could do it they do it at your it's house like you I... guys have a weird vinyl yeah <laughs> thing <laughs> exactly. you can just wipe it off so right yeah, yeah. <laughs> it does make that easy to, to clean it reminds me of like grandma having plastic on the couch exactly yeah. that's exactly what I was thinking of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we fortunately don't do the plastic on the couch <laughs> but yeah. we do, we'll do the plastic no, on thanks. the tape <laughs> Yeah, what's even the point of living? (laughs) I'm so used to that because I've always, my mom has just always done the plastic on the table cloth thing yeah that i don't even like you don't even notice it like, yeah, yeah but i went to your house i mean it's great for painting <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> we, we both painted on your dining room table and it was just like oh easy cleanup <laughs> <laughs> just one of those quirks <laughs> yeah but th- there's something like kind of funny looking about it i can't explain what it is it's like so old lady looking <laughs> it's like floral <laughs> oh i'm sure there's <laughs> a lot like, in my super shiny house that's very old lady looking oh, that's true <laughs> I, I won't deny that <laughs> <laughs> um anyway <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah i was gonna say i mean i don't think there's a way for any takeout place to get around this but you know the temperature of the food once it gets to you it's just not going to be the same as you know ordering it fresh off the fresh out of the kitchen there's like a, a minute long you know wait for your food rather than like a 10 to 15 minute to get it to your house and everything like that. So in that way, it wasn't quite the same freshness that you would get 
if you order it right off of the, um, um, right in the restaurant. And, you know, the, for me personally, the chicken suffered a bit from that too as well. Um, but you know, it was still very, very good. Like I think the, the chicken was amazing. It must be so good. Yeah, it's, it's fresh. Just imagine, yeah. You should have just <laughs> yeah, eaten it in the, the car. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> or on the grass outside. Yeah. In the parking lot, just <laughs> laid down. So I don't know how long the food was waiting there for us. Oh, yeah. But I, I imagine probably not too long. We mm, got there. Like exactly on time. Yeah. So probably not long. I mean, don't get me wrong. Everything was still warm and, and fresh and great and everything like that. It just wasn't like piping hot out of right. the maybe kitchen. Serving in the DoorDash bag. I have a DoorDash bag. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's that would keep it idea. warm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I didn't feel like my food suffered much from that at all. But I think yours maybe, felt like it carried warmer. I think maybe just because the rice holds. Maybe um, so. Yeah. Holds its heat better. Right. So yeah, that was fine. I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah. But you know, the broth outstanding. Like they're, I feel like they're really well known for their broth at this point. Like mm-hmm. the people who, who frequent there. <laughs> you could buy that broth for twelve dollars a quart. Huh? Maybe oh, you should. <laughs> um, I, I think that the plastic container over there is a quart. Oh, okay. Yeah, the one that the ice came in. It's a bit pricey for. Well, yeah. That uh, if. Um, I'm noticing a lot because of places. Because what else am I going to put it in? Like, I'm going to make my instant ramen. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, it, I mean, it would be an upgrade. That would be good. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm noticing a lot of places are just selling, like, kits. Like, there's, like, a restaurant owned by Starks. I can't remember. It's called Grossman's, I think. It's oh, selling, wow. like, sandwich kits. But then you look at the price of them, and it's like, oh, this is just a bunch of sandwich ingredients. I could get that at the store. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't need to pay, like... $30 for this sandwich kit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's like kind of pointless. Like, it's cool seeing all the creative ways people are mm-hmm. doing these kinds of things. But then again, you really look at like the prices and it's just like, hey, I want to support you, but I'm self sufficient enough to put together a sandwich kit myself at the store, you know? <laughs> yeah. I wonder if that's kind of like how those meal kits are, the ones, those like subscription boxes. Oh, yeah. Where it's like, you're paying more for the convenience and everything laid out for you and like, the, right. you know, the recipe for you and everything rather than it being like a really good value. You're more paying for, for, okay, it's going to show up on my door and everything's going to be, right. um, in and, its and own you don't have to like thing. go to the store. Yeah. I did that briefly. Mm-hmm. Um, by briefly, I mean like two times, but mm-hmm. the thing is, there's a couple of things about it I didn't like. First of all, it's not cheap. Yeah. Um, I think I did the math and it was $15 per meal. And I'm mm-hmm. like, for $15, I could have someone cook for me. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I don't have to cook at all. Uh-huh. And for another thing, even though I found the recipes to be good, um, they're still not like exactly how you would make something mm-hmm. if you were to do it on your own. So right. there's going to be a couple things that's like, oh, this isn't exactly my favorite. Mm-hmm. And it's always going to kind of be like that. And you have all the ingredients like perfectly measured out for you already. So you don't really want to change it too much mm-hmm. um so it's kind of just like okay this is kind of disappointing on multiple levels like i could go to a restaurant and pay the same amount to have someone cook for me and have it be what i want as opposed to like this whole to do about like having to cook it yourself with this meal kit right so yeah i wasn't a fan of that it's like the idea is kind of fun but it was just like i can't imagine also like paying for that continually because it really adds up after a while um like say you're cooking for you know Say you're cooking for two people and it's $15 each and then you're, they're giving it to you one, once a week. You're paying like over $100 a month for like, 
you know, one meal a week. And right. I don't know. It's not like the most expensive thing in the world, but at the same time, it does really add up if you're doing this continually. Right. It's like they're trying to sell it to be like, oh, you'll save money by not going out to eat. And but the thing is, maybe, you still but, will. Yeah. You still will. And that's another problem. Like, I still bought all the normal things I would at the store. I just right. have like one less night and it didn't make like that huge of a difference. And I would rather, if I'm going to have one less night that I have to cook, I would rather go out, yeah. you know, like you're still cooking and I found it to be pretty much just as much effort as like regular cooking especially because it's usually like a recipe you're not familiar with mm-hmm. you know so you're following it like to the letter on this recipe card that they give you right um, and you know disclaimer I, I know a lot of people will find this convenient for various reasons like if, if you have kids or something mm-hmm. or if you have like mobility issues or whatever like I, I am sure or you're just like way too busy to go to the store like I understand that this might work well for a lot of people. This is just my personal opinion about it. Sure. But yeah, there are just a lot of things about it that I didn't find ideal. It's kind of like, for a while I think I did produce subscription boxes and I always ended up with like stuff I didn't want. And even if mm-hmm. I would like curate it to be things I wanted, it's still like not what I would have picked at the store. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, I would rather go to the store myself <laughs> and pick the ingredients I want, yeah. pick the vegetables I want and have that. And it's just like, if I... I'm using an ingredient to cook and then I buy a whole thing of it. See, the whole thing about this mailbox is it's like you have your exactly your measurement for what you need. So you don't need to buy like a whole bunch of this mm-hmm. at the store. But it's just like, well, I don't mind having like a stock of ingredients that I can yeah. <laughs> pull from to make recipes, you know? Yeah, very true. It's pretty rare that like I'm going to make a recipe with an ingredient I'm never going to use again, mm-hmm. you know? So it's just like, I don't mind that, you know? <laughs> so Yeah, exactly. It's like you, it's like you save money because you're not buying more ingredients. Ingredients, but it's like you, you actually like get to buy that food like that more food and have it so yeah. it's not like you're wasting that money totally I mean right anyway. say you want that meal again you're like oh I really liked it it's like oh now I have to like reorder everything right over exactly again. <laughs> exactly anyway mm. wow that's a big tangent I know. this has been a bit saucy tangent that's probably our biggest tangent yet yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> well i don't know our, our chicago pizza with a twist well, episode we started yeah. talking about like oh, what our parents like to eat for like half an hour <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> but that's okay this Fair is enough. what we do this is what we do <laughs> yeah um so we have one more dish that yeah. we didn't talk oh my about gosh. yet yeah so <laughs> that would be our dessert uh-huh. <laughs> which was <laughs> strawberry mochi cake mm-hmm. mochi cake highway 12 strawberries and matcha whipped cream mm. um so highway 12 strawberries is a little strawberry stand just um uh, between sebastopol and santa rosa their strawberries are super good where is it exactly? Is it near the... It's um, near the Laguna Trail. So okay. if you're coming from Santa Rosa, it would be on the right. And right. it's just a okay. little stand. It's not even like a store. It's yeah, just like yeah, a little yeah. wooden stand. It's kind of near like the Chevron and all that? Yeah. It's a little closer to Santa Rosa, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, all right. <laughs> but yeah, it's good. Um, so that matcha cake, so, it had yeah. the strawberries in it too. So yeah, like the presentation of it, it had the, the loaf of cake, which was just, you know, the the bread yeah <laughs> and then it had the strawberries um in between the dollop of matcha uh what was it again <laughs> like matcha a, whipped cream yeah the the matcha whipped cream so the way you kind of ate it at least how we ate it was we would take uh with our fork a uh, a little a bite of the cake um trying 
grabbed, like sort of speared the, 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 strawberry. the strawberry and with that kind of um, scooped up a, uh, yeah. a bit of the whipped cream and boy, was it good. <laughs> yeah. It was interesting because it was like deconstructed. Mm-hmm. It was like everything was like separate, maybe because they didn't want it to get soggy, yeah, which was I'm a good decision. if they normally do it that way or is it just because this way travels better? I don't know if they normally have this. I feel like Maybe this not. is like a special recent menu item, mm-hmm. but you know, I could be totally wrong about <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would think they'd put the whipped cream and strawberries on it if they're just serving it to at the restaurant, but I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But so those strawberries, they mm-hmm. had like a syrupiness on them. Yeah. That, that might be my favorite food on earth is like a really good, fresh local strawberry <laughs> with yeah. like strawberry syrup on it. Mm. Like seriously, that is like the best thing in the world <laughs> to me. Um, nice. and I love the flavor of matcha. Yeah. These little strawberries were delicious. They were tiny little strawberries. Yeah. But the tiny ones are the best. Those big pack, Driscoll's they pack, ones, they're not mm-hmm. so good. Oh yeah. No. But the little tiny ones you get locally. Oh my God. They pack so much flavor. Like mm-hmm. you were just about to say. Yeah. Yeah. They pack a punch. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. yeah where's your soundboard exactly i wish i had (laughs) um but yeah that cake that was another it was just like in at bird in the bottle when Mm -hmm. we had those cinnamon pull-aparts and even though we were so so full Mm -hmm. we just like could not stop eating them because they were so good this was a little different though because we purposely saved our it's a true. bit of room in our stomachs for it. But still, we like cleaned our plate <laughs> oh, of yeah. the dessert, even though oh, we yeah. were like pretty full. <laughs> yeah. We're like, oh, are we going to be able to do this? Well, we better save room. Right. <laughs> and it was funny because we were like, neither of us wanted to stop eating our, our main dish. Mm-hmm. So it was like, well... We're not going to not eat the dessert. Right, so. we have to eat the dessert. Yeah. Well, I was worried about the whipped cream melting. I wasn't sure mm-hmm. exactly of the constitution of it. Yeah. We left a little in the little ice <laughs> container they gave us. We left a little ice at the bottom and like put to it on top of the cake yeah. or t- <laughs> container. Yeah. We really need to get our fridge fixed. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we can't right now because mm. of the quarantine. Right. So that's just great. Anyway, um, but yeah, that dessert was really good. I really liked it. If it mm-hmm. had like... My only thing about it would be like if it had just been the cake um, and without the strawberries or the matcha whipped cream, I don't think it would have stood out that much to me at all. But oh, all together, no. mm-hmm. it was really good. Yeah, that matcha whipped cream was really good. I know. Matcha whipped cream is an idea. I think that should catch on. <laughs> yeah. For sure. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. So I, I, I'm imagining they make the whipped cream in house. Oh, they have to, yeah. And then they probably just add some matcha powder to it. Whipped cream is so easy to make, and Mm. homemade whipped cream is so much better than Mm -hmm. um, other places, or other places, other whipped cream. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So that might be, yeah, I I would definitely order something like that again. Yeah, and just, ooh, we should try and make matcha whipped cream. I bet it'd be super easy. Yeah. Even though the only thing is... Almost always when I have like matcha flavored things, there's like the weird greeniness of the matcha. Mm-hmm. And this whipped cream didn't have that at, at all. No. So, yeah, I wonder how they do it. So light and fluffy. Trade secret. Trade secret. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It it didn't have, yeah, what you're saying that uh, the chalkiness that matcha will get sometimes. And um, it really just, like I said, it was harmonious. Harmonious. <laughs> yeah. It, harmonious. Uh, <laughs> we should do that both together. Yeah, we have to do that in harmony or it doesn't yeah. work. <laughs> Three, two, one. Harmonious. harmonious. 
That wasn't quite harmonious, oh. but you get, <laughs> you, yeah, you guys get our point. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> it was harmonious. Um, so what do we want to go into? Do you want to go in what we get next time? Uh, yeah. Okay. So I wanted to look at one interesting thing that they're doing. Um, speaking of creative ways of dealing with the quarantine is they're doing bento boxes, boxes now, which they never uh, yeah. did before. Mm-hmm. So the, they're a little, um, secretive on what you actually get in the box though, right? Well, they have the weekly bento box. Um, okay. So they changed every week. Oh, all it's right. $15, which is the same as the ramen. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing is, it didn't have like a lot of the things they have that I know that I like. Mm. So I was just like, I don't think I'm going to get this. I want to get something that has like ingredients that mm-hmm. um, I like there. Yeah. But this is interesting. So this is this week's bento box. Um, smoked Liberty duck breast. Oh, that sounds good. Sushi rice. Izakaya style potato salad. Huh. Bloomsdale spinach ohitashi. I don't know what that is. I don't know either. Roasted shiitake. Ebi tomago, which is, um, I think that's shrimp and egg. Oh, okay. Um, Hoshigaki and Highway 12 strawberries. Hmm. So, I don't know. The strawberries, I guess, are just dessert? So, this would be interesting. Like, I kind of want to get this just to, like, see mm-hmm. what it's like. But at the same time, like, smoked duck breast... That sounds pretty good. I've had smoked duck fresh before, and it was pretty good. But it was just like, I don't know if I've ever had any of these things listed here, except for maybe shiitake at Ramen Gaijin. Um, So it was just like, I don't know. I was like, I was a little scared to get that. Mm -hmm. Um, I still got something I'd never gotten before, which was the um, Donbury rice bowl. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it sounds kind of interesting, though. So I kind of want to try that. So I think I would go with that, Mm -hmm. given that um, their menu is pretty limited now. Um, Right. Yeah. So that's what I'm going to go with. Um, didn't you say that they have okonomiyaki there? Oh, yeah. Well, on the regular menu, I was looking at, like, the Google version of the menu, and mm. it had Dungeness Crab Okonomiyaki. So, if they really had that, oh, I would be all over for, that. Yeah, for sure. But it's definitely not on the takeout menu, and I am not totally sure that it's even on the regular menu, because okay. those Google things can be pretty, um, out of date. Mm-hmm. So, I'm trying to bring up the menu. It's being kind of difficult with me right here. So, so yeah. Assuming we still go, or we go again while it's, we're still in quarantine, there's a little bit less on the menu that to uh, choose from. But well, that one is more just like a vegetarian kind of version the, of the, the Garden Donbury. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they do have good like vegetarian options here if you happen to be a vegetarian. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's not a ton of different things to go with. Right, you just want to stick to your go-to pretty much, huh? I think so. Any other like appetizers or anything on there? I noticed their appetizers are a lot less than normal too. Yeah. Um Little Gem lettuces, that doesn't really interest me that much. Yeah, me either. There was that <laughs> that was that one that you were describing as like this weird like um spinach twist. That's not even on here. <laughs> no, that's not on there. Yeah. It was like I was, that same menu where you saw the Okonomiyaki it also had like chewy spinach twists or something weird like that but that doesn't particularly interest me at all right i mean i think we pretty much we got so much tonight off of their to-go menu we got a pretty good like percentage of it already right so there's yeah. not really anything else i mean the bento box interests me slightly but other than that i mean shiitake miso ramen it, it doesn't have the pork belly um right like you would have to add to it but fried tofu i'd be interested to try their fried tofu i really like a good fried tofu Huh, you can actually get fried chicken in your, uh, to add to your 
Ooh. Bowl, which is interesting. You could, but yeah. So one cool thing that they do here is you can get, um, for not very much more expensive, you can get uh, anything basically put into your bowl that they make. Mm-hmm. So you can get like more pork belly like I did. You could get fried chicken. You could get another egg. You could get kimchi. You could get extra noodles. You could get all of that. So you can really customize it if you want to. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would really bring up the price. But <laughs> like if you did too much... But still, you could really customize it. Like, I could get the vegetarian bowl with the fried tofu and get pork belly added to it if I wanted to, mm-hmm. you know, and just, like, make it my own. So, right. yeah, it's like a pizza when you get extra <laughs> toppings. Right, exactly, yeah. Actually, really high-quality noodle <laughs> toppings. Yeah, for the same amount of prices you would for at some uh, pizza places. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, like, I've tried all the different ramens like the ones that they're at least having on here on their main on their uh reduced menu and uh i've had the shiitake miso ramen and it's good i mean it's definitely not like, not as good as spicy tonto to me no like it it has that more like sort of earthy um um like has a more of the flavor of the vegetables oh yeah into yeah. it Whereas, like, for me, personally, I'm more into, like, the spicy, savory, meaty ramens. So, um, yeah. I mean, honestly, looking at it, like, I'd probably just go with the same exact uh, order that I got today. (laughs) Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Um, We know what we like here. Yeah, we know what we like here. So, um, I might try a different cocktail. I, I was going to yeah, try that's the, true. I probably would as well. I might try the Negroni. That sounds uh-huh. pretty good. I was considering getting that as well today. But. I was traumatized by a Negroni at a different restaurant. <laughs> oh yeah, we've alluded to this before, but so Sergio took me out to a really fancy dinner mm-hmm. in Paso Robles one time, mm-hmm. which was super sweet and romantic, and it was a very nice time. But the cocktails we got there were like offensively awful. Yeah, <laughs> they were like boozy, but not. Like, normally I don't mind a cocktail being boozy. It was, like, something more than that. It was, like, they put perfume in it or something. Yeah. I don't know. It was, like, it was disgusting. It I could just not wasn't stand a it. pleasant thing to drink no, at all. Like, was... my face every time I took a drink was, <laughs> like, oh, my God. It was just terrible. Um, speaking of drinks that aren't refreshing, that was, like, the epitome of that. Right, it was just like, yeah. every time I took a drink, I was just, like, offended. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. And they were expensive, too. That restaurant was really expensive. Um we had a really good appetizer, though. That appetizer was one of the best foods I've ever had. <laughs> it was like it was just like burrata on crostini with like balsamic vinegar and like really good balsamic vinegar and like some garnishes. Mm. And it was like it was harmonious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, anyway, so do we want to get into value? Yes, let's do that. Yeah. So I would say it's pretty like even though. I mean, we touched on this a little bit before, but it's expensive. Give you that. We probably, we spent about $100 tonight, even though mm-hmm. we, well, exactly $100, including tax and tip. Right. But we, um, we went all out though. Like, yeah. I've, I've eaten, I've had a good meal here with two for two people for like 60 bucks. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not that hard to do. Yeah. That's very doable. Yeah. So it's not this that is, bad. Yeah. This is much different than, um, Eating at like Bird and Bottle, oh yeah, <laughs> or um, or even a uh, izakaya. 
Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Well, because it's not really like a small plates restaurant, even though you can no. do small plates. But um, no, you get your own like big bowl of ramen. Um, yeah. And it's a lot of food, mm-hmm. too. Um, yeah, it's yeah, a lot of food. Yeah, we're going home with leftovers. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I always do. And it's good the next day, too. Mm-hmm. Especially the ramen with the broth and everything. Oh, yeah. It's so good. Um, so, yeah. Um, and like we said before, this is like the like as local as local gets. Like mm-hmm. they make the noodles in-house um their bulldog sauce also um i was reading it's made by like a one-person sauce operation in sebastopol um (laughs) which here um on a bit saucy we very much appreciate (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) a little one-man sauce operation that makes these special sauces Mm -hmm. to go into our dishes right (laughs) um so uh, you know, and the highway tool strawberries and all that too. So mm-hmm. this is like the highest quality, like no ingredient. Like the best Sonoma County yeah. has to offer. Yeah, basically. which is like the best the which world has to offer. Which is what makes the yeah. yeah the food so good. There. Exactly. So everything is totally worth it. I am totally fine with the price this place is. Um, it would be nice if it was like just a little more affordable, so I could afford to go there more. <laughs> but mm-hmm. other than that, I mean, I wouldn't ever want them to compromise their quality. So uh, every ingredient is good there's not a single thing i've ever had here that i would consider low quality mm-hmm. so yeah value is high i would say it's expensive but value is high right yeah especially in the context of the high-end places we've gone to oh yeah uh yeah like we were saying like bird and bottle um you kind of like for us that we went kind of all out at bird in the bottle as well um it was still like two-thirds like maybe not even two thirds the price of uh, a comparable amount of food. Oh yeah, that bird and bottle meal is one hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we spent, uh, yeah, we spent similar to that at the second time we went to Izakaya. Right. And we left that place not satisfied. No, we were still hungry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. Whereas I- we're we're going home with leftovers and. A pretty decent amount. Like, you can make a meal out of what's Oh, yeah. Left for well, sure. you basically have, like, another meal worth of <laughs> soup out of yours. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and, like, even that, like, base uh, price ended up being, what, like, 85 Something like that? Yeah, 85. So it's, you know, 40 something. And that's with each of us getting an appetizer, each Mm -hmm. of us getting a drink, each Mm -hmm. of us getting a main course, and Mm -hmm. sharing a dessert. Mm -hmm. So that's like all out. Like, I can't imagine any two people needing more food than that. Right. So it's like we like topped out on a meal for two. (laughs) And I don't feel like shitty afterwards even though we did (laughs) we did like pass out for a while but i think that's a combo (laughs) of uh the drink the food and the heat it was a good pass out that wasn't like a no it wasn't like i have a headache i need to (laughs) sleep this off oh gosh not like after cars driving (laughs) yeah just like i feel bad and bad about myself and everything is bad affected my mood for two oh yeah seriously (laughs) no this is good i feel like i ate a bunch of good stuff Mm -hmm. and it's nice like you feel like you got your when you get these bowls like that too you feel like you got your whole like balanced meal just mm-hmm. in one bowl you know like you got your vegetables you got mm-hmm. your protein you got your noodles you know you got it all <laughs> so very fresh as well so yeah yeah high value high value mm-hmm. okay how about right, your number, number ratings? ratings so i mean it's a very narrow window of what i want to like like my scale of where i actually right. want to um, end up so um 
there's a few things that I can nitpick on. And I think it's more just like the, the fact of it being like a takeout experience compared to my usual sit down yeah. experience there. So, um, even with those little things, like it's hard to dock it at all for that. Mm-hmm. Like this is like the, this is up there with the best food you can get in our area. And like, Ooh, yeah. and we're in like one of the best places to get food. So it's like, it's hard to, to, uh, bring it down much. So, um, for this experience today, I will give it a 9.25. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Oh, I'm with you there because it's just like um, any takeout experience pains would apply to like any restaurant. Right. So I feel like I have to like create it on a curve. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, we'll have to, you know, I don't really feel like the takeout experience hurt my food at all. Mm-hmm. But, you know, at the same time, did it have quite the same feeling of it overall no Mm -hmm. but yeah without the presentation and the ambiance and all that it definitely is not like quite as amazing Mm -hmm. so yeah i would give mine a 9.5 but you know if i'm thinking about like if i were to like make a total of all my ramen gaijin experiences ever it would Mm -hmm. be like (laughs) 9.9 right i I never want to give like a 10 (laughs) i feel like a 10 is gonna have to be like the most amazing mind-blowing thing that ever existed but right you know ramen gaijin is just they're up there Mm -hmm. you know they are like pretty much the best yeah it's a place we talk about a lot just in our normal day-to-day life not even when we're podcasting right and i've even mentioned it on other episodes of this podcast right (laughs) yeah so it's a place that's very near and dear to our hearts and for good reason i mean uh this was very interesting for us to rate the takeout experience because i mean so far our takeout experiences with places um that we've reviewed on this podcast this is just like blown them out of the water oh yeah as far as like the food goes and Mm -hmm. the presentation and just yeah just everything about it so much notches above maybe not acre pizza but (laughs) yeah well yeah (laughs) it's hard to compare but you know that's pretty good takeout experience yeah but then again it's it's a good takeout experience pizza is like meant to be takeout experience (laughs) though because it's not like they need to like make a bunch of compromises because they're takeout you know (laughs) right yeah but it's like they it's not the same amount of care. Like no, no, that's food, true. That's a true. Acre pizza is enough to carry itself, but I mean they're putting um, their pizza in donut boxes, <laughs> and uh, that's true. Just throw it in a box, <laughs> and you're done. <laughs> and like the the salad they make there isn't the easiest to eat. <laughs> that's true. It's not. It's <laughs> yeah. See episode four for our struggles. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I mean, it's. Just everything that they did at Ramen Gaijin made it for, like, they made do with the situation. They, like, made the best situation out of it. Yeah, they really did. And they were super nice and efficient. Mm -hmm. Really nice, yeah. It all worked out just fine. To our quote-unquote server. Yeah. (laughs) Just, yeah. A bartender, really. Whatever whatever that guy was. Yeah. Did a good job. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. So, yeah, yeah, can't can't praise it highly enough. (laughs) Yeah. All right, that's all we got. I think so. Ready to, <laughs> ready to dip it in and sauce it up. Until <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> next time, guys. Dip it in and sauce it up. <laughs> A bit saucy podcast. Dip it in and sauce it up. <laughs>